This is just the beginning, and I'm ready for all it will bring. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> Gonna start in a minute. Hope you guys enjoyed your holiday. Feels every love, and when I can't see it, oh God, help me believe it. Oh, my hello, hello, hello. I fall in line and I'll play my part. This trouble won't last. No, no, your beautiful promise. In me, in my mortal body, but life and work through you. We're gonna get started. Y'all know I like to play a little music. <laughs> Come to the end of me. Hey. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started, guys. Y'all know I have to play a little music. I love uh, Naomi Rain. Uh, she, I love her ministry. I love her her Psalms. That's what I'm going to call it because that's what it is. <laughs> it's definitely songs from the Lord. So I thank you guys for coming in. I hope your holiday was good. You know, um, I hope you ate a lot. You're probably eating and snacking on leftovers as I did this morning. <laughs> you know, holidays is the exception of having leftovers for breakfast. You know, I do that even during Thanksgiving. I will eat my leftovers for breakfast. I don't care. That's the exception. The day after the holiday, I get to have what I want for breakfast. But anyways, I thank you guys for coming in for another Monday of Emotion Monday. Uh, this is the day where it has a jump start to your week. Uh, God gave me this day and this time, you know, to get on here uh, to just discuss issues that may be going on with our internal self. Um, things that he may want to want you guys to evaluate. Like today is a good evaluation uh, discussion that we're going to have. And also, you know, you don't know how your weekend is and uh, was, you know, somebody might not have had a good weekend, but this will give you something that will aid you through the week that should, you know, hopefully prayerfully will carry you through the week, give you confirmation. Maybe your answer is here. Maybe God is speaking an answer through me to give you that will help you and maybe launch you for the rest of the week and what he wants you to do. So that's prayerfully what I would like to do. And I only get on here on Mondays if God gives me something to say. If I don't have anything, I might reschedule it or he may still, you know, be talking to me about something and then I'll just postpone it. You know, all of this is for the glory of God. And I thank God for my podcast audience. You know, I you, uh, do upload these right after my post. And then, you know, you can listen to it later. Um, I am available on YouTube. So this is also live on YouTube. If you want to get notifications that way, you can go to my YouTube page. It's the Songs of My Emotions Ministries because I was afraid to even call it that. But God said, call it what it is. It is a ministry. So you get on there and you can follow me and hit that bell, that subscription bell. And they'll let you know when I'm on. So I'm just going to go ahead and go. Let me pull up my blog. And that's how the format of what Emotion Mondays do. Um, we do have a flow where I write a blog. And then that is the discussion piece for the night. All right. I try. Look, I'm going to do better. All right. With putting these uh, blogs out a little earlier, my ideal is to get it out like on a Friday. So you guys can read it over the weekend and then we'll come together on Monday, you know, to discuss it. So these are our uh, discussion pieces. So uh, 
I thank you guys for joining me today. I was off today. I don't know if you guys, your job declared this a holiday since the holiday was on Sunday. So my job did that. So it was very well needed. I needed the rest and was tired. So, so we're just going to go ahead. Let me pull up my blog. So we're going to be discussing today, discussing today. What are you looking for? What are you guys looking for? In this season, you know, there's so much pandemonium going on in this season. What are you looking for? And I almost kind of wanted to entitle this, why why are you looking for what you're looking for? Um, I believe in this season, really, I mean, because it's just um, heavy on me. uh, We're in a strong evaluation of self season. Things that we've made of did might have did in prior years is now coming to the front where now we have to understand why we are doing what we are doing. You know, are we really truly doing it for God? Especially those that you know you say you're doing it for God and God has given it to you, you know, but you've kind of went into this cycle where now you don't even know where what happened. You know, and I got to have this and I got to have that, but not understanding why, you know, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? So I'm causing you guys to really evaluate yourself tonight. Um, I'm in a strong season of I've been for a while, a strong season of evaluation, evaluation, my motives, evaluation of my steps. And I'm going to be, you know, y'all know I can be only but transparent on here. You know, that's why I'm here. I can only speak about whatever work God does in me. That's what gives me something to talk about. But when I got delivered from, you know, the the Jezebel spirit, um, I had to truly under, you know, really evaluate my motives for things. You know, because with that Jezebel spirit, you know, it's a strong manipulative spirit. You say things in order to try to get someone to do something for you or just, the, you know, so you'll ask questions, not in a direct manner. You'll ask around the question and it will get a person to do something. So when I got delivered from that, I had to be very careful and evaluate my words that I had to make sure that they had pure motives. I have to make sure that I'm not trying to make anyone move this in this way or move that way without asking directly. So I'm real careful about asking for things or, you know, uh, like another and people might not think that this is manipulative, but it is, you know, somebody calls you up and say, hey, you know, let's go. I want to go to the movies with you. And you're like, yeah, but. I would go, but I don't have any money and this, this, and that. But in a way that you do it, you want them to pay for you. You may have the money, you know, maybe, but instead of just saying, no, I'm not going to go. Instead, you're giving this explanation because you do want to go, but you just want somebody to pay for you. That's a manipulative. I'm telling y'all, it's real. It's real subtle. And you have to be careful with the subtle things because then it turns into a big thing. All right. (laughs) Y'all get my drift. Y'all get what I'm saying. I'm trying to open up your eyes to some things. You have to evaluate yourself, you know, in that. So we have approached the season where our motives and desires have to be evaluated. And I say this because God is putting fire and and really testing to see what our motives are and asking him what we want. Or asking him things. He's really putting it to the fire, you know, in this season to make sure that it is uh it is from him, it's kingdom oriented, that it has to do with your purpose, or are you wanting it because of your flesh? Are you seeking things because of your flesh? Are you seeking money because you feel like it will make you feel better? And it's not tied into the purposes of God. So he, I believe so strongly that's what he's doing right now, <laughs> you know, and it, it's, it's, uh, he has to, it has to be evaluated. 
this isn't a uh you know what I mean a, a, a elective this is required in order for you to go into your next level in him you can go to other levels you know the devil could create levels for you you know but to be able to go to a next level in him your motives and desires have to be evaluated so what are you looking for where are you looking and where and more importantly why are you looking so <clears throat> the importance to know what is behind the what we are looking for definitely what we are looking for definitely will paint out the path we have before us so if you are wanting things that are tied you know to your flesh it's just mainly just you wanting what you wanting what you're wanting so if your desire is to just i just want money because i want to be rich you're gonna go down a path where all everything depends on money <clears throat> everything is tied to money you know there's no room for favor there's no room for grace there's no room for that you know so if you're wanting that just to just to want it you know you're it's going to be absent of the things of god it's going to be absent of fruitfulness absent of uh favor and absent of grace it's going to be absent of some things absent of peace you know hey in this i, I want peace all the time <laughs> you know i strive to be peace and be at peace and be in a peaceful situation so that's something to, you know, just think about, you know, why? I don't think we ask ourselves that enough. You know, even, you know, and that's when I say we, I'm including myself, you know, and why do we want things? Why do you want this? And, you know, even me, I'm trying to, you know, conquer this food demon and, you know, eating and not, not overeat. You know, I ask myself, am I really hungry? Do I really want this food? Why do you want it? Most of the time it's because I'm bored or just out of habit. So it's not to really serve a purpose. It's not to, to give me nutrients to my body because I'm full. So, you know, that's a good example, you know, I want to give to, you know, to really truly why it's important to evaluate, you know, what you want and what you're looking for. So let me go ahead and continue reading. That was just the intro, y'all. <laughs> that was just the intro. <laughs> I call this season truly the season of a strong pursuit of purpose. <laughs> Somebody's like, ooh, ooh, that's the one. <laughs> yes. So this is truly the season of a strong pursuit of purpose. Has any of you felt that strong? Like you can't do what you want to do anymore. What you thought you might have needed, guys, I, uh -uh. I'm going to need you to need something else. Anybody else feel that? Like, I don't even know why I want to go this, why I'm going this way, you know, because I really want to, to, to do, you know, even if you want to move, you know, and God telling you, uh, -uh stay here. And you look like, but I want to move. Why do you want to move? Why do you want to relocate? Is it to escape from some pain? You know, are you just bored just being here? That's not a good reason. That's not a good reason. And I'll go into that later in this blog to let you guys know why that's not a good reason to go on your feelings on making life decisions don't go on your emotions making life decisions that could be dangerous for y'all that could, for us that could, that can be dangerous so you know just say me in the comments if that's you that you're feeling that pull that you're feeling god really pushing you into uh maybe an unknown territory an unknown thought you know an unknown you know you didn't even think that that career would be for you or going back to school and well god I, I don't need to go back to school but you feel that like he's pulling you to go to school or i mean it could be anything you know i just feel that way that a lot of people are fighting that you know feeling that god that that god push don't ignore that god push y'all all right. <laughs> um, I believe the pandemic has put a lot of us in a perspective that we don't have time to waste. Listen, if anything that this pandemic should have taught, 
was that we don't have time to waste. We don't have the time that we think we have. You know, people are getting plucked out of here, left and right, young, old, people that we didn't expect, healthy people, you know, not just sick people, it's healthy people. They're getting plucked out of here, whether it be through the virus or through violence, you know, or through, you know, sudden sickness of other kind other than Corona. So, you know, we're not exempt. Neither of us are exempt, you know, and that's the thing. We don't know the day. We don't know the time, but we all have a number on this earth. But before we leave this earth, we have purpose and we don't have time to waste. All right. So I believe the pandemic has put a lot of us in the perspective that we don't have time to waste. We have seen those have lost their lives quickly and unexpectedly, not only by the virus, but by other things that has been happening in the earth. You know, shoot, even weather, even the weather is taking people out of here. You know, even just sporadic, supernatural things that are happening like that building in Florida. You know, that condo in Florida that collapsed, you know, even though it was old and the structure was really kind of just, you know, about to give in, but it just gave way. And how many people lost their lives that were just there that thought they could wake up the next morning? You know, it's really sad and it's really tragic, but those are people when I think of that kind of incident, I just think of people that 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 had purpose. Some of them may, the, may have fulfilled their purposes and some of them died without fulfilling their purposes and, and something that they could have imagined happened to them, you know? So I just be thinking about stuff like that, y'all. So this shows us that we can't calculate everything. We cannot plan everything. And I mean, and I'm not knocking planning. It's good to plan things. It's good to prepare. It's good to be ready, but you can't calculate how long you're going to live. You can't calculate how long you're going to be in this earth. Only your father knows that. You know, someone can be really sick and outlive a healthy person. You know what? The plan of God doesn't necessarily always make sense to us. So that's why we always have to ask him, you know, God, what is what is your will for my life? What is the you know, and I'll go in. I'm, I'm kind of talking over what I'm, what I'm about to read. All right. Y'all still with me? <laughs> um, we have seen those that have lost their lives quickly and unexpectedly, not only by the virus, but by other things have, that has been happening in the earth. This shows us that we can't calculate everything. What we want to happen may not be necessarily what God wants to happen. When we can get that understanding that our wants doesn't necessarily always align to what God wants. And that's why whatever come up into our minds or whatever we write down on paper, we have to come into an agreement with God. Like, God, is this what you want? Like, am I writing this down because you're talking to me? Or am I writing this down because this comes from a place? Like, purify my motives, purify why I want a thing. And that's the place where God wants us to get to in this season. He really wants us to Carefully think about why we're doing what we're doing. What is the reason you're looking? What are you looking for? What are you looking for? And I can guarantee most of the stuff that we're looking for, you will get in your devotion with Christ. And, you know, I have that in here as well. I want us to really start looking at what is truly behind what we are looking for. Sometimes we can be in pursuit or in a search for so long that we forget the original intent. Anybody forget why you, you know, like, why am I doing this? Happy days are just like, wait a minute. Now, why, why am I doing this? Let me reevaluate this. And that's why it's always good to reevaluate everything that you do. Sometimes you can do things in one season and that you may not need to do it anymore. You know, in the next season, assignments do change. You're not supposed to stick with a, a whole assignment. You know, like you think about assignments in school and in class, you'll have different assignments. When once completed, you get another assignment. That's how God does, you know, with us. But it's up to us 
to connect with him, to see and to know and to discern when our assignments change. Because sometimes we'll stick in the assignment too long and they'll end up destroying us because we 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 forgot the intent. We, we didn't even consult with him. God, should I still be doing this anymore? <laughs> no matter how you enjoy a thing or if you like it, you know where you're at or what you're doing. That doesn't mean nothing. You didn't ask God about it. All right. He doesn't wait for us to get to get discontent with something before he gives us something else. Yeah, we're not taught how to. Yeah. And that's important. And you know what? God tells us how to how to let go. Like that's where that happens in that moment and in that presence with God. He tells you, and even though we may grieve it, you know, especially if it's something that we enjoy being a part of and uh, we've made it our identity, he will, if you go to him, that's the thing. He will help you, you know, detach from some things. He'll teach you how to let stuff go, you know, and just say, hey, is this more important than me? You know, he'll start to weigh it in front of you. It's like he'll show you a scale and show you, me or this me or this what would you rather have so then you be like he'll be like i got something better on this end you got to let this go and that's more you know that sounds like i may be talking about relationships but this is everything you know it could be a house or a neighborhood you know that you love and god tells you to get up and move what are you gonna do you're just gonna sit there and then all of a sudden, here comes this crime and you're getting robbed in the area and you can't understand why people keep breaking into your house because it's time for you to go. <laughs> you can't understand. This, this is a good neighborhood. Now, why is all this stuff happening to me? Because it's probably time for you to go. You know, you got to ask, like, listen, I love my, my little house. I love my house. And it's more than enough for me. I'm, I'm truly content. And I I do, you know, I don't want to leave. I don't want to move. But if God tells me to move and to go, I have to let go. I have to let go of what's familiar. And it's only for a little bit. You know, you'll get adjusted and you'll get used to it. Um, just like how you got used to where you're at currently. <laughs> Our flesh never wants to adjust to anything new. We don't like, our flesh doesn't like new stuff you know doesn't like to go with the flow and doesn't like our flesh don't like to we like routine that's what the flesh does it's just it's really routine uh so anyway sometimes we could be in pursuit or in a search for so long that we forget the original intent we may even forget we sought god in we even forget if we sought god in the original search what sparked the search in you to pursue a career a business education and marriage besides your surface needs. So that's things to evaluate. You know, what sparks you looking for with what you look what you're looking for. You know, outside of wanting to be educated to be successful, to have a companion, what was the reason? You know, so what I just described here are physical flesh reasons. But how do they intertwine with the plans of God? That's what we need to ask in this season. Everything that we do, we need to ask God, how does this intertwine with your plan? Or I wouldn't even say why or, or how, because sometimes the how isn't even important because sometimes the how is none of your business. <laughs> it's a simple question of asking, does it intertwine with your purpose? And if he says yes, that should be okay. That should be enough answer for you. I'm learning too in this um, level I am with God. I learned to not ask a lot of whys all the time. I've learned to just go or do if he says do it and not ask why. Well, why I got to? I said it. You heard me said it. Say it. Do it. And that's fine with me because I think about our relationship. I think about how the reason why I do the things that I do is purely to please God. 
And whatever interruptions he puts in my life that I feel that are interruptions or whatever, however way he wants to interrupt my life, I know it has to be good. You know, it has to be good if it's God. Because some things we feel, and that's why that connection is needed. You need to know if something don't look good, you still have to know that it's God. You know, our flesh is a different, I don't know, it's a different temperature for what we see as good and bad, and God doesn't see it that way. So, you know, that's another prayer. Ask God to see things the way that he sees some things, a situation, you know. So just saying, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm saying all of this because out of everything that we are looking for, there has to be a divine reason. God has to be in the midst of what you are looking for. He has to be in the midst of your search. He has to be in the decision-making processes. He has to be in the planning phases. He has to be in the applications you know, if you're applying for things, he has to be there. And, you know, like I said, that's not a, uh, you know, just a, a elective. That is a must. That is, that's what needs to be done. All right. He has to be in the midst. He can't be in the midst in one situation and then you don't put him here. God has to be in everything. Here's a challenge for you all. The next time you want to do something, simply ask God why you are doing it. Can y'all do that? <laughs> I find myself, I'm like, okay, I want to do this. Okay, God, why, why do I feel like I have to do this? Why, why am I doing this? You know what? Why, why are you doing it? And not to say in a why where just have to, he has to just, he may tell you, will go. This is a good place, but not really unveil, you know, the whole thing. Because listen, if y'all know anything about walking with God, he is not going to unveil the whole thing. He's not. And I feel like, and I thank God sometimes that he doesn't because it's for my protection. If I, if he unveiled this whole plan they had to my life, I probably would run and had somewhere. I don't want to see it all. There are seasons where I didn't want to see it all. Like, there's a time where I asked God, where I told God, and, and I had to retract my words. But I told him in one season, I said, God, don't come for me unless I send for you. I said that <laughs> to God, don't come for me unless I send for you. Because I don't want to see what you want me to see. I don't want to go through that. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't, I don't. So, let me tell you when I'm ready. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because then there'll be a season in your life where you want to hear him. He's there. But he's going to make you really, really, really go after him. Because you said what you said. And so now he's going to like, I'm, I'm just going to have you prove it. Because <laughs> you sent me away. So now, but listen. I learned to never say that, you know, ever again. <laughs> uh, let's see. The next time you want to do something, simply ask God why you're doing it. You are then inviting him into your situation and in your process. When you stop and give these things to God, you are then inviting him in your situation. You do know God waits for you to invite him. He doesn't intrude. You know, he waits for you to open up his your heart to him so then that he can prepare you for what you're asking the reason for, you know, what you're asking for or why you're doing what you're doing. Um, then you are giving him permission to focus your wants and desires according to the path and purposes he has for you. Let me read it again. Then you are giving him permission to focus your wants and desires according to the path and purposes he has for you. So now you're giving him permission to direct you, direct you into a path. You know, you may have thought you wanted this, but he said, no, maybe don't do this, but do this. But you're giving him, I would say, you're giving him, it's, it's like divine criticism. You know, he's critiquing you know, what you may feel like you want to do. And it's like, he's, you're, 
you're accepting the critique. I don't know. That's how I think about it. Um, let's see. Then you're giving permission to focus your wants and desires, blah, blah, blah. I always wanted to entitle this piece. I almost wanted to entitle this piece. Why are you looking for what you're looking for? But I believe it's important, for, important first to know the what. But it is important, you know, why, the why. You know, we've heard uh, different people speak about your why. Knowing your why. Your why will direct your what, but you have to know, like, what are you looking for? And then it's like, why are you looking for it? You know, so then it kind of helps you eliminate some things. Like, that's how I think about it. What y'all think? Y'all can comment. <laughs> on there and tell me what you think about that you know do you do you guys know your why that's very important in this season knowing why you're doing what you're doing and be honest be honest if the reason why you may want money because you want to be rich God and you submit that to God and be like he, you know, like, well, God, I want to be rich, but I know that's not the plan that you want me to have. You know, it takes a mature worshiper <laughs> for that to really. And I believe that's also he just wants you to lay out everything because sometimes I think we know that something is wrong. You know, we know when something is just not right to just want, but we don't want to say it out loud. And God wants us to say these desires and these passions and stuff. He wants us to say them out loud so he can help correct them. You know, show you like, no, that's not that's not the reason why I want to give you money. I might say that I want to make you this millionaire, but it's just not for you just to have money and to live comfortably. I want you to, to give to my children. I want you to help my children. I want to help you with what you're doing because it's going to help millions of people. And that's most of the time, most of the reason why God gives us resources and gives us money or, you know, whatever. It's always a purpose. Are we looking for what makes us whole? What makes us look and feel successful? What makes us feel accepted? These are all things that being in the presence of God does. All this stuff that you know, on what you're looking for and what you're trying to receive back from that. Do you know that most, most of this stuff is covered by just being in the presence of God? You will feel whole. You will feel like a million bucks being in the presence of God. You will feel accepted because you're in the presence of God. And I feel like even you will feel successful just by being in the presence of God. You will feel victorious. You will feel like a winner just because you're in the presence of God. Nothing in this world or in this earth should make you feel like I have to get this in order to be successful or I need to get this in order to be accepted, to feel whole. God can do that on his own. So all the stuff that you may be wanting or, you know, whatever, Listen, shortcut, you gonna find it in the presence of God. And I know this to be true. And it's and, and I think people just like, well, that's it. No, that's everything. Everything is in the presence of God. Everything, nobody talks like this on lives or anything, you know, on live viewings and stuff like that, because I don't know if people feel like it's too simple or people don't believe it, but everything that you need is in the presence of God. <laughs> everything that your spirit, everything your spirit needs. And I mean, obviously, if your spirit is at a place, your flesh will follow because if you're more spirit than you are flesh, you know, it's good to just operate more in the spirit. But I don't think people believe this, y'all. And I'm telling you the truth. Try it. Try him out. Get in his presence. Uh, let's see. 
These are things that being a president of God does. So with that being said, what you're looking for should be attached to purpose. Your eyes are made to seek out the things of a God-given purpose. Yes. In his presence is fullness. Fulfilling comes in his presence. Yes. Before you seek out these things, you will already have fulfillment. Those things won't create fulfillment. You should have fulfillment. And then, you know, then, then you can do these things. You should already be full before going after these things because them things will leave you empty. That's just like, you know how when you drink, like, listen, I love juice. I love a good sweet tea, <laughs> but that's not good for me all the time. I will continually be thirsty drinking something that's good that I like, you know. Mm-hmm. Then comes the additions. <laughs> yes, you keep adding stuff. Like I like fruit juices and sweet teas, and but what I need is water. What I need is water. That's going to help my organs function better. That's gonna help my skin look great. That's gonna help me overall in general. And it don't necessarily taste, you know, it don't taste like anything. And I love water too, but I would like to have a good fruit punch. <laughs> good sweet tea or a lemonade and all that does is what it does is continue to leave me thirsty continue to leave me longing for things that will ultimately deteriorate deteriorate my health you know that things that give me diabetes you know that's that's not good and i feel like that with that example right there that i just said that's how we are with things you know, you get a new car or foreign car. Now you're hooked. Now that's that's all you're going to have. You just won't. And it's eating you up. The insurance is eating you up. The car payments is eating you up. And I mean, you very well can't, you know, if you can afford it, that's fine. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the ones you really can't. But <laughs> this is what you want. And it's eating, it's eating your bank account up. You know, so we have to think, why do we want it? You know, what purpose would, would, would this be to the kingdom of God? You know, even Jesus always taught the, you know, Jesus taught the disciples how to have uh, humble living situations, how to live, you know, humble. Everything, if you're getting something, it has to have a purpose. Like, okay, say for me. My whole desire is, you know, I do, I would love to have a bigger house. Like, I mean, not just me, but I would love to live like a village, like to have my family live with me. Now, if it's okay with my future husband, <laughs> I would love if everybody had their own space and me and uh, my friend talked about this earlier, you know, if everybody had their own little space, I'm content with just with living with everybody <laughs> if we all have our own space i'm good that's village living that serves a purpose we all can take care of each other we all can you know cook we all can provide for each other we're all helping each other like that's you know provides a purpose and to what i'm asking for you know i'm not just trying to have a five bedroom house for two people or five bedroom six whatever and how many bathrooms just for me and you know my significant other who cleaning that house who cleaning and then i got to pay people to clean it and something that i'm not even using no ma'am and no sir <laughs> just to say that i got it not not my you know it's not my cup of tea um god does so with that being said what you are looking for should be attached to purpose your eyes are made to seek out the things of God of a God-given purpose. The reason that you may want marriage is because what God has given you for your life, you need help. <laughs> hey, Clint, I say this all the time. Who gonna does? I, come on here, sir. Come on here, sir. Yes, like 
That's when I think about when I look at them houses or, you know, think, I'm like, who's going to clean this? Who's going to clean that? Uh-uh. You have to hire somebody for that. Even now, I hire somebody for my yard. I try to cut my grass myself, which I mean, I can, but no. And I don't need that much grass. But, you know, <laughs> you know, I had some dogs and it was good to have a backyard for them to play, but you know, now it's like, I don't have them. So now it's just like, okay, it just got a bunch of grass. <laughs> anyway, uh, the reason you may need to go back to school is because there are tools that you need that will lead you into your purpose and ministry, etc. You know, I really could go on and on and on about the godly purposes of things that you want, but you have to seek those out. You can't just want what you want and then there's no purpose behind it because it's always gone. Like someone put that it comes with additions to keep it up. It comes with extra stuff that you have to do to maintain it. Um, I posted a podcast episode recently entitled Less is More, basically stating that what you are looking for may not be required in order to fulfill purpose. Who wants to do extra work or spend an astronomical amount of money and then come to find out? That is not really needed or you may have underestimated the planning needed and the amount of money needed. So you may have spent too little on something. So all of that comes with asking God, what do I need to accomplish what you want me to do? These things happen when we don't consult with God. We end up coming short somewhere. That's a good point. I know the Holy Spirit speaking right now. Because <laughs> I don't even have this in any of, of uh, in my blog or anything. If we don't do things how God has told us to do it, we end up coming short somewhere. We end up coming short. We either going to have to do extra work, redo something, go backtrack. If you ain't asked him the first time, it's like you, 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 you doing extra stuff because you didn't ask him to help you or to give you you know, just guidance on what you want or what he want, what you wanted him to do or what he wants you to do. Forget, oh, Lord, Jesus, my mouth getting jumbled up. <laughs> For what, you know, he wanted you to do with something. You didn't ask him. So while we are in this season of what seems to be uncertainty, you know, I think a lot of people just feels like we're in a season of uncertainty. It's very certain. It's very certain if you consult God. Oh, he has a expected end to every one of our lives is we are never in an uncertain place. If we are in an uncertain place, it's because we chose to not get in God's face. I call it the season of the seek. We should always consult God in any season, but I believe there's a certain level of hunger required in order to flourish in purpose. You know, God is asking for your hunger. He's asking for your hunger. <laughs> he wants you to be hungry for him, hungry for his guidance, hungry for his direction, hungry for his presence. He wants you hungry in this season. He wants you to seek him like never before. And I mean everything. I don't care if you get in a car and you go the same way to work or wherever to the grocery store. Every time you go in this season is a season where God, do you want me to go this way today? That's what kind of season it is. Because <laughs> things are changing. Things are, you know, it's a season to ask him about everything. All right. Uh, the kind of seek where he gives you directions that will not have you toil and in pain while pursuing the promise. Do you know that if you seek God and ask him for everything, there are a certain amount, there are toil and pain that can be avoided. You know, God doesn't give us things to toil. We don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. There's work, there's God work, and then there's work work that we put on ourselves. You know, and, and you will know it's for a purpose. It's a, it's like, it's a good labor. And you would know, you know, it, you will feel that it's a good labor. You know, if you're, you know, just laboring in prayer, 
You can be tired, but it's a good labor, you know. But God doesn't call for us to be in toil, to toil over anything, over anything or be in pain. Not the kind of pain we inflict on ourselves, but, you know, but if we're not seeking him, we're going to be toiling and we're going to be in pain. Um, I believe I have said it before that a promise can seem like a curse if we don't maintain our closeness with God. And that's the absolute truth. I keep on saying that. Um the promise can seem like a curse if we don't maintain our closeness with God. That's like the children of Israel when they got to the, the promised land and they had all this giant stuff going on, you know, giant grapes, giants. And God said, go ahead. I'm giving you the land. Go, go do what you got to do. I'm giving you the land. Like this is the promise. And now you sitting there thinking that it's a curse because you didn't let that word that he said rest in your heart and have faith that okay this was what was promised so we can we cannot we can whatever we need to do to clear out this land to make it ours god said it's ours you know we have to see god for every single detail in our lives some may call it being too deep but i call it wisdom he created a world that i don't know that i don't know the ins and outs of it's in those moments where we think we have it all figured out that prompts a lesson from God that will take us deeper. The moment when you when you feel like you have it all figured out is when it happens to me all the time. If you feel like, OK, I'm here, I'm in this place. And then it prompts a lesson from God. like, uh-uh, You got way more to learn, you know, but then in that learning process, it takes you deeper. It takes you deeper. It's like we ain't never done here. We on this earth continue to stand to be the student and he will take you deeper than you could have ever imagined. That's just like the ocean. Nobody knows truly how deep that ocean goes. And that's how it is with the dimensions of God. We don't know how deep the dimensions of God. We know there's dimensions in him, but we don't know how deep that goes. So he takes us from level to level to level, you know, but we just have to be ready to be taken deeper, you know, and the pressure is pressure. You know, like when you go in the ocean and you go down more, there's pressure, there's more pressure on you. So that's why it's always good, you know, to always consult God because he's going to help you deal with that pressure. All right. So again, what are you looking for? Why are you looking for it? I pray that the self-evaluation will lead you to peace and joy as you walk with him on the path of purpose and not ahead of him. Y'all, we can't walk ahead of God. In this season, don't do it. You want to walk. You want to chase him. You don't want to go past him. You don't want to run past God because you're going to get dragged right back. And that's where that pain is <laughs> doing stuff out of order so um let's see i pray this evaluation will lead you to peace and joy as you walk with him on the path of purpose and not ahead of him so that's the end of the blog you guys i just really hope that this uh helped you uh if you got anything out of this any takeaway um i believe the takeaway is self-evaluation self-evaluation of goals um, evaluation of plans that you have, evaluations of, you know, anything. Submit those plans and everything to God. And then he'll tell you if it fits into your purpose or if it doesn't. All right. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to go ahead really quick. Oh, quick announcement. So next week is going to be a little different. I have uh, some guests. Coming to the Emotion Monday, I prayed and God told me that, um, I, look, I didn't even have my little banners or anything. So unorganized. My name isn't even on here, y'all. I wasn't even prepared all the way. But anyway, so we have some guests that are coming on. Let me pull up the, the flyer. So I'm doing something different. Um, like I said, this uh, Songs of My Emotions, I've been called to the creative. 
So if you are part of this group, more than likely you're probably creative. And if you don't think yourself as creative, you're probably creative and didn't think you were. <laughs> and God is pulling that out of you. Because, you know, I'm called to the creative and I'm called to heal, you know, help heal people emotionally. But our guest next week is going to be Miss Aquila Hicks. Uh, she's a mommy. She's an entrepreneur. And she's also a creative. You know, she's a photographer. She she blogs. She's awesome. Very, very, very honest. She can, you know, be transparent. And I just wanted to have her on there. And also, I have a guest that I've met through my podcast, y'all. Uh, she's uh, from Washington. Her name is Karen Dollywall, and I'm just so happy to have her with me. Um, and she's a mom, and you see in her picture, she has subscription boxes. She also wrote a children's book that I'm so excited to share with you guys. Um, so these two moms are creative, and they have children. So it's interesting to get the perspective, you know, of being a creative mom and the parenting and the woes of parenting, you know, one is a single mom and has a children. And of course, Quilla, she's married, but, you know, just finding the time and the un unorthodox ways of parenting as well. This could be a healing for parents. Sometimes we have such a view, a perfect view that nobody wants to be transparent. You know, and how really this parenting thing goes. Like, I'm not a parent. I'm not a mom. But somebody needs to know that it's okay to have imperfections, you know, even in parenting and, you know, how to cope with certain things, how to cope with different levels. You know, hey, I'm not going to say it all, but you guys tune in next week. And let's see, do I have anything else? Oh, so let me do this real quick. Like I said, I explained to you guys earlier about YouTube. Follow me on YouTube, the Solves My Emotions Ministry, so you can get notifications if I go live, have videos. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Relinda C. McCoy. You know, you can watch my stories and whatever because you'll see a little bit of my life. <laughs> you know, there I put some goofy stuff on there sometimes. Uh, if you want to write me, my email is Relinda McCoy at the P of Me dot com. And now you can subscribe to my podcast. It's available on most platforms. I didn't know I was available on certain things until somebody told me, but just look it up on anywhere podcasts are hosted and you should be able to find the songs of my emotions. So I thank you guys for tuning in for this Monday. I hope to see you next week. And so you guys have a good day. See ya. <laughs>